and thankful. You know, you, you, it's funny, you know, as a pastor, you get, to, you get to Thanksgiving and you think, well, okay, today I've got to talk about being thankful. And I think it's a good thing. I think it's a good thing. And I, let me say this. I don't think you have to do it. You know, I'm not under the, you know, if I thought I was supposed to preach about something else, I would. But, you know, it's good to remember to be thankful. And it's good to remember that, you know, we're to have a thankful heart. You know, and to me, a thankful heart is something more than just saying thank you. You know, I, I think we should say thank you, and I think words are very important. But, you know, more than words, I think being thankful is who we are. I was looking up some things about being thankful, and I even found some studies that they're doing studies trying to decide if they think thankfulness is good for your health. And personally, I think it probably is. Now, I can't prove that. I don't know that I can prove that. But I come to this conclusion that I think it's probably good for your health, and it might even add to your days. I'm not sure about that. But at least you can be happier in the trip. I did come to that conclusion. You know, that, you know, being thankful is, is you know, it's, it's, it's a happier attitude. And thankful people are a lot of times nicer to be around. You know, not that not that you don't don't want to be around others, but you know, you just kind of appreciate thankful people. And so, consequently, I think what what we need to think about is the fact that you know it's not just being thankful on the day that we set aside, which I think is great that we do that. But it is a matter of being people who have thankful hearts. That it's inside of us. It's an inner attitude that expresses that thankfulness. You know, I think we, we think about, well, what else happens when we're thankful? I think things happen when we're thankful. We're going to look at that a little bit today. What's a thankful heart look like? What's it look like if we're thankful people? How do we stay thankful? I don't know if anybody can maintain. You know, I don't know. You know, there's certain times when we're more thankful than others. Um, and I believe that we're not always thankful just when things are going good. My experience is we're the most thankful coming out of a hard time. Coming out of a hard time, we realize a lot of times what we do have to be thankful for. It appears to me that probably we're less thankful when things are going pretty good over a period of time. I'm not saying we're still not thankful, but I think sometimes we kind of forget. It's easy to get complacent about being thankful. It's easy to not think about. But when you're coming out of a hard time, you're so thankful to get maybe through something or you're thankful to see that things are getting better. That things are improving. So, so I think there's times when we're maybe a little more thankful one time over another. I have some scriptures I want to look at today, and the first one is in Psalms 34. Psalms 34, the first three verses says, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul will make its boast in the Lord. The humble will hear of it and be glad. 
Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. There's some things in that verses that, that we need to look at. It says, I will bless the Lord at all times. All times. It's a reminder. Lord, I will bless you at all times. All times. That means when things aren't going the way I think they ought to. When people around me aren't doing what I think they should do. When things at work aren't going the way I think they ought to go. When things aren't quite like I think they ought to be. It says, I will bless the Lord at all times. That means good and bad. Good and bad. My attitude, my attitude gets affected, but my attitude shouldn't change. I should bless the Lord in the midst of hard times. Bless him for who he is and bless him that he's there with me. Bless him that he's going to get me through. You know, I need to bless him at all times. That thankfulness isn't just when we get something. That's part of it, but it's not just when we get something. So that means when things aren't going the way I think they should, I don't complain. If I'm thankful, why would I complain? If I bless the Lord at all times, why would I complain? Why would I be upset? Why would I let it get me down? Now, I think that's a challenge for us. Don't get me wrong. I don't think that comes naturally. It might come naturally for some more than others, but I think that's something we have to remind ourselves of. That remind ourselves of. Sometimes when we're in the midst of something, we need to remember to thank the Lord for being there with us. Sometimes that's really difficult. A lot of times when people have bad things happen, they start to question God. Or they maybe even curse God. Curse God because things aren't going right. You know, why did my car have to run out of gas in the middle of I-75 with barriers on both sides of me? God, where were you? <laughs> Obviously, we shouldn't blame him for that. But sometimes, maybe you say, well, I don't blame him. Then why do you curse him? Why do we, why do we then start to curse him and use his name in vain? And then it says, it says, but, you know, what I need to do is I need to make my boast in the Lord. I need to make my boast in the Lord. I need to boast about who the Lord is. I need to talk about Him. I need, to, I need to talk about Him and not myself. I need to see that my boast is in Him and not myself. I need to tell others about Him. I need to boast about how good He is. You know, so I make my boast. You know, when you boast about something, you just can't stop saying how good it is. You know? whether it's the latest restaurant you went to, whether it's sometimes the thing your kid did in school, or whatever it is that we want to boast about. It says, I will make my boast in the Lord. I will acknowledge Him. I will acknowledge Him. You know, it's a matter of who do we, who do we put our trust in? Who do we look to? There's a scripture in the Psalms, and I didn't have it for today, but it just came to me. It says, the eyes of all wait upon you, O Lord. You know, our eyes wait upon you, O Lord. That's an acknowledgement. You know, my eyes are waiting upon the Lord. Who giveth his food in due season. 
He opens his hand and satisfies the desire of every living thing. My boast is in the Lord. My boast is in him. He's my provider. He's the one, and, and more than a provider, he's the one that saved me from my sin. He's the one that forgives me. He's the one that heals me. He's the one that takes care of me. So my boast, it needs to be in him. And then it says, oh, magnify the Lord with me. What do you make big in your life? Oh, magnify the Lord with me. Magnify means to make him big, make him bigger. Magnify, make him bigger. When you take a magnifying glass and put on something, it makes it bigger. It says, oh, magnify the Lord with me. Let's make the Lord bigger. Bigger than what? Bigger than my problems. Bigger than what's going on around me. Bigger than what I see sometimes. Bigger than what the news tells me. Think about it, folks. Oh, let's magnify the Lord. Let's magnify the Lord. Let's make him bigger. It's so easy to make our problem bigger. I'm not saying denying your problem, but don't make it bigger. I have to remind myself of this. When something happens, Mary will say, well, you always go to the worst extreme. I do. I mean, that's my sinful nature. It's something I fight a lot, you know. If my tooth hurts, they're all falling out. You know, that's kind of how, you know, and that's not good. I need to magnify the Lord. I need me to make him bigger than what's going on. Because he is. Because he is. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. Don't dwell on the problem. Dwell on the Lord, the one that's going to answer. And that creates thankfulness. See, if, if we do those things, it begins to create thankfulness. We become thankful. Psalm 100. Psalm 100, the first five verses. That's all there is in Psalm 100. It says, Make a joyful noise. Shout to the Lord, all you lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Know that the Lord, he is God. It is he who has made us and not we ourselves. That's why we boast in him. He's made us. We didn't do it. We are his people, the sheep of his pasture. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving, into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. For the Lord is good, his mercy is everlasting, and his truth endures to all generations. We need to come into his presence with singing. Now, I understand that, you know, not every day is an up day. I understand that. You know? But hopefully we would have more times when we come into his presence with singing than times when we're just struggling. And the times when we're struggling, we still come into his presence with singing because we're still thankful for who he is and what he does. So that it becomes something inside of us, not something that depends upon my circumstances. Because to be able to sing when things aren't going good has to come from down inside of us. Because my head and my circumstances do not cause me to sing. But I come into his presence with singing, with thankfulness. Into his presence, you know. And I, I don't think this is just talking about, it's definitely not just talking about coming to church. It's talking about into his presence, whether it's private time, in our prayer time, whenever we do it. 
But as an example of coming into his presence with singing and into the church, I think it's, it's a fact that we come to church with thankfulness in us. We may get thankfulness given to us when we're here, but more important, we come with thankfulness in our heart. We enter with thanksgiving. We enter with singing, you know, because if I come thinking that I'm going to come to this place and then it's going to make me thankful or make me happy, it's possible you could be disappointed. It's possible. It's possible that, well, I didn't like church today because I didn't get nothing out of it. I'm not sure it's always about you getting something out of it. Because if we're supposed to come with thankfulness, if we're supposed to come with singing, we're bringing something. We're not coming going, man, I'm, and, and I know at times we can come where we need. I understand that. But it's not like I come all the time thinking, okay, what am I going to get? What am I going to get? Because if I come with that attitude, there's going to be a lot of times when I'm going to go, well, I didn't like the message. I didn't like that song. I didn't like this. I didn't like that. Oh, I don't know. I didn't get much out of it. I don't know that we always should. I don't know that we always should. Because I'm supposed to come with thankfulness and singing. I'm supposed to come with that, with that attitude. Now, I realize that we can get blessed and God can speak to us, and I understand all that. But I just think sometimes there's a sense of not always coming to God with my hands out, Lord, f- f- give me something. Give me something. I need something. I need something. Lord, I'm coming with thankfulness in my heart. I'm coming with thankfulness. And that's how I enter. I want to look at Philippians, the fourth chapter. I'll look at a couple things on what we can do to help maybe with some of this. Um, Philippians, the fourth chapter, the eighth verse. It says, Finally, my brethren, what things are true? Whatever things are just, whatever things are noble, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things of a good report, if there's any virtue, if anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. You know, if you're going to be thankful, you better think about some good things. You better, you better meditate on good things. You better meditate on the goodness of God. You better think about his blessings. And you know, I've often thought about a sermon on thankfulness is pretty easy in America because we have so much to be thankful for. It's pretty easy, I think, hopefully. And I think, what if I was a pastor in some foreign remote place in Africa or maybe a place where you got a piece of bread and some water for the day, and then I preach. How would I preach a message on thankfulness there? You know? Okay, you know, well, let's all be thankful that hopefully we can get a piece of bread today. You know, it's, it's kind of a different thought. It's a, little different, it's a little different mindset. But we can be thankful, and I'm sure they're thankful, and I'll bet you when they get their bread, there's a chance that they might be more thankful than us who have so much. But it would be a little bit different. It would be just a little bit different. 
So I need to keep my mind on things that are good and pure and lovely and a good report. You know, my, my opinion about the things going on around us, you've got to be really careful as you listen, that you're careful not to get your mind all caught up in what you're being told. You know, it's not always good things. It's not always a good report. There's a lot of negativity out there. People tend to gravitate to that. So we need to think about, where's my mind? What am I thinking about? What am I spending my time thinking about? Am I thinking about the goodness of God? Am I thinking about all that he's done and all that he does? Am I keeping my thoughts on him? Where's my mind? Where's my mind? Colossians, the third chapter. Colossians, the third chapter, the 15th verse. It says, And let the peace of God rule in your hearts, to which you were also called in one body, and be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. And whatever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord giving thanks to God the Father through him. There's twice in there it says about being thankful. But it says, let the peace of God rule in our hearts. And we, we, the peace of God has to rule in our hearts. And I believe that that's part of what makes us thankful. Part of just being at peace. Not all stirred up, no matter what's going on. Being at peace with God. Letting that rule in our hearts. You know, let it rule. Let it be in charge. And then we can be thankful. It says be thankful. It talks about getting together. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. And then we teach and admonish one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. Singing with grace in your hearts. And whatever you do in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord. Giving thanks to God. You know, it's, it's talking about doing these things and being in these situations, and then it says, do it with thanks. Do it with thankfulness. Be thankful. Be thankful. It's something that's there. It's something that needs to be there, not just comes and goes. It needs to be a part of who we are. And then my last scripture is in 1 Thessalonians. I always say that for people that are waiting. My last scripture that always lets you know that we're getting close to the end. You know, you know I find, you know, I, oh, I've say, I say that quite a bit. Oh, my last scripture, that's, that's just to let you know that. First Thessalonians, the fifth chapter, the 18th verse. It says, in everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. In everything give thanks, because it's God's will. That's what he wants. That's his desire for us. That in, in everything, whatever I'm in, so hard, so hard. But I need to remind myself that no matter what I'm in, I need to be thankful. That I don't let my circumstances get bigger than the Lord. That I don't magnify the problem. You know, think about it. When something's going wrong, you can, I'm not opposed to talking about it and sharing with somebody, praying with them, 
But sometimes what we do is we just want to talk about it and talk about it and talk about it. And then we go to another person and we talk about it and we talk about it and we talk about it. And pretty soon we're magnifying the problem and not the answer. And sometimes maybe we do that to get sympathy, pity. I'm not sure what we might be looking for. But we need to be very careful that in everything, in everything, we give thanks. In everything. No exceptions. No exceptions. In everything, we give thanks. Because this is God's will. It's his will. It's what he wants. It's his expectation. Because a thankful heart acknowledges him. It acknowledges him instead of getting critical. Sometimes if we aren't thankful, the other side is we get critical. Get critical of others. We might criticize God. We might get critical of ourselves. Depends. You can, you can turn it on all kinds of directions. We get negative. You know, there's a scripture that says, you know, we need to, we need to bless God. And it says, out of the same well should not come good water and bad water. You only, and so out of our mouth should not come blessing and cursing. That we're to bless God. We're to thank him. It's what's inside of our well. It's what's inside of us that comes out of us. It's what's inside of us that if you squeeze me hard enough, that blessing ought to come out. I mean, that's what's supposed to happen. Think about it. Usually when we get squeezed or something doesn't happen quite right, does blessing come out of our mouth? In everything? Everything, no excuses. In everything, give thanks. You know, that can be a challenge for us. It can be a challenge, but it starts in here with a thankful heart. It has to come from inside. So that when we do get squeezed or whatever, that good things come out. You know, that's, it's a challenge. It's a challenge because, because of our sinful nature, because of that part of us, that flesh that we continue to battle against. The Bible says if we walk in the spirit, we won't walk in the flesh. So if we are thankful people, the others won't happen, so that if we're thankful, that's what comes out of us. Thankfulness. That we're, you know, in a situation. And like I say so many times, you know, just pray that this week as you're challenged in those areas, because you will be. I mean, every day we get challenges. Things around us happen and we get challenged. We get challenged to see what's going to come out. You know, we just need to be a thankful people with thankful hearts. You know, I believe, I believe it's something desperately needed. Desperately needed. You know, we can teach, and it's important to teach our children to be thankful. Teach them to be thankful. We do, you know, say thank you. I've often watched sometimes little children, every once in a while you get a little child that goes what? I'm not doing it. Isn't that interesting? I mean, it's not, but it is. It just depends. Some of them have strong little sinful natures inside of them that say, I'm not doing that. You know? And then you, then you get decisions to make. 
Oh dear, now what? The other thing is to be thankful is to set an example for our children. An example of thankfulness. An example of being thankful. Acknowledging God as our provider. That's why people pray before their meals to acknowledge God as the one who provided this food. A time to thank him for his provision. Very simple. It's a simple thing. Simply, but that's the reason is to thank him for his provision. When I was a child growing up, you know, we returned thanks. We actually prayed at the end of the meal too. Wow. That's kind of overboard, but no, I'm just saying that. It's not. Think about it. It's keeping that attitude. Attitude. Attitude of thankfulness. Acknowledging him. Understanding who he is. Having a thankful heart. That's the kind of people we're supposed to be. I believe it's a challenge. Probably at Thanksgiving is the easiest time of the year because we talk about it so much. Maybe, maybe not. But it's more, not just Thanksgiving, but it's all the time. It's all the time because that's what's inside of us. A thankful heart. Let's all stand. Heavenly Father, we just do thank you for your provision. Lord, just help us to get it down inside of us so that thankfulness comes out of us from our inner being. That, Lord, we're thankful for your goodness. We're thankful for your provision, for your blessing. Lord, just thank you that we can be a thankful people. Lord, help us at times when things don't go our way or things aren't going the way we think they ought to go that we can still be a thankful people because you're still our source. Lord, we just thank you for all that you've done for us. Thank you, Lord, for our time together now. Lord, we just ask you to bless fellowship, bless the food. If anyone has a prayer concern of need, Lord, just let them come up and let uh, Rose and Jim or or Tom and Pam or, or myself pray with them. We've probably got a little time here. We don't have to be in a big hurry. So, Lord, we thank you for the food that you provided for us today. Lord, just help us to remember to be thankful to you. We just pray this in Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. I'm not sure how long it's going to take.